Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into and that topic is my hierarchy for a body recomp. So I'm going to go over nutrition variables, training variables that are in their order of importance in a body recomp. But before I do that, just have a few ways I want to go over that you can help support the podcast. So first, if you are sick focusing just on weight loss and instead want a body recomp, then my one-on-one all my coaching program is for you. I hope you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training, nutrition, and lifestyle methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one to two bottlenecks uh, that we figure out outside of the training and nutrition protocol that are keeping you from seeing the results that you want to see. And these are usually keeping people, they're playing a bigger role than what people think. So if you're interested in this, you can fill out the link in the show notes, or we can you can message me on Instagram and we can talk about it in more detail. If you aren't interested in full coaching, I do one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot have and or map out a game plan for the next couple months. If you aren't ready for that, then you want and you want to learn more about a body recomp. I have my 75-minute masterclass on body recomp, what it is, how to do it, and you can find the link to that in the show notes. Next, if you aren't already, give me a follow on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore, and that's where I'm most active. You can reach out to me with any questions you have, and that's where I do my uh, Q&A as well too. And then lastly, if you found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review, and that will help more people find this podcast. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. So I wanted to talk to you about my hierarchy for a body recomp. So again, remember this is for gaining muscle and losing body fat. And so I want to dive into what's the most important. And again, this is also, again, thinking short-term and long-term with body recomp. This is short-term, again, this kind of like where you can have both at the same time. Again, we know that this is not going to last forever, but in certain situations, you're all, you are able to do fat loss and muscle gain at the same time, but that is going to slow down. Eventually, you'll have to move into a more long-term body recomp, and that's where we go through specific phases of fat loss, muscle gain, maintenance, et cetera, there on that. So this is for both of those, but I did want to just hit on that really quick. So with that out of the way as well, let's dive into it. So my body, the hierarchy, right? So I did this in a way that, again, this is... As of my current thoughts on working with clients, the research, and then just obviously my own personal experience as well too with working with training myself and things like that. Obviously, I've coached. Obviously, I've picked up a ton of data there with that. It was tough to be able to put this in order. And remember, this is also just like training and nutrition variables. This isn't, I talk about things like your lifestyle, your environment is part of, sorry, lifestyle and mindset. And those are super important, but I didn't talk about those in here because that that is training and nutrition related, but it's also not any variables there that you can man- manipulate from a training nutrition standpoint. So I did leave those out. Although I did put one in there, you'll see what it is, but I had to put it in there because I think it's uh, super important. It falls under the lifestyle category, but again, it was so important that I did need to include it. So I'll go over that. So again, this is in order. This is what, if you were, to, you could only pick two of these, again, you would have, if you could only have two of them and really focus on that, you would see pretty good results. So there is an order to this and yeah, I want to go into it. So 
here we go. So number one is high on the priority list. Number one, it needs to be weight training. So for a body recon, this comes at number one, because in order to build, maintain muscle, you have to weight train. You have to send that stimulus to build muscle. Without it, you could have all these other variables that I just, that I'm going to talk about here, but you're not going to build muscle if you don't have this in there. So because of that, this is priority number one. This has to be, if we're going to have any sort of body recomp, we need to have some weight training in there. Again, most people listening to this probably have weight training in it, but I did just want to go over how important it is for a body recomp. People talk about, oh, if they think if they just eat enough protein, they'll keep their muscle or build muscle. And that's not the case, right? We have to send that stimulus to build muscle. Now, all these things that I'm going to talk about here in a minute are going to help make this process happen. But again, we have to make sure we do that, right? This would be like trying to bake a cake without the flour or whatever you need, right? To build, it's just not going to happen. You can have the icing, you can have the sprinkles, but without the flour, whatever you need. I don't know anything about cooking, so it, you might not use flour. I don't freaking know, but whatever is that main ingredient that's going to actually get the foundation and to get to actually get the cake, that's what the weight training is for the body recomp. So we need to make sure we have that. So any body recomp requires maintaining or adding muscle. So making it the priority number one, right? Because even for maintenance, like even to maintain your muscle, you need to make sure that you weight train, you need to send that stimulus um, to it. That's why it falls up here. Maybe some specifics here. Uh, again, our training is going to be geared towards building muscle. So most of our training is going to be in that six to 15 rep range. We're going to hit each muscle group about two times a week. We're going to train mostly from zero to three RAR, zero to three reps in reserve. We're going to pick exercises that really help you hit the target muscle, right? So if something doesn't fit, we're going to change it up. And then the other one is about 10 to 20 sets per week per muscle group as well is, is what we're going to make sure we hit there with that. So those are my foundations for that. But again, priority number one, weight training. So that's why it, it falls at the base of the, if this was a pyramid, it'd be at the base. It'd be the most important thing. So we need to make sure we weight train. And then obviously within that weight training, we need to make sure that we're staying consistent with it as well too. Now, even if you are a bit inconsistent, what I'll say on this is you'll at least maintain, which is going to be helpful from a body recomp standpoint, especially if you're trying to drop weight. But if you are trying to build more muscle, you do need to make sure you're very fairly adherent to it over time. So weight training is number one. Okay. Number two, this falls underneath the, for your importance. So again, this is number two and it is your protein intake. So this comes at number two because protein is needed to build and maintain muscle after you send the signal to build more muscle. And that's obviously the weight training um, side of things. So you send that signal, right? We weight train. That's going to be most important. From there, in order for this to happen, you need to make sure that you get in enough protein as well too. Protein can also help with satiety, which is going to help with number four that I'm going to talk about here. It's, it can keep you feeling full. It does a great job of displacing other food in your diet, right? I think it does a great job of at least ensuring that you have a good base of like whole foods because if you're eating leaner sources of protein, right? Chicken, Greek yogurt, fish, whatever you use for your protein source, again, that's going to allow for satiety, which and then a good base of whole foods, which in turn helps you just consume less of other stuff as well too. So I found that it to be very helpful from that standpoint. It's also uses the most energy to absorb and digest. So it can have a small uptick in your energy expenditure as well too. But the main reason we need it for body recomp is because it sends that signal to build more muscle, right? If, sorry, it doesn't send the signal, it helps ensure that process happens, right? Again, we have to make sure we weight train. We have to send that signal for that to happen first. But from there, if we get enough protein in, your body's going to be in a good spot. Protein is going to be super important and we want to place a high priority on this. And that's why it falls at number two. So again, if you are trying to have a body recomp, two of the things we're going to really focus on initially are going to be weight training, making sure you get in enough protein there on that. How much? We're going to look at about 0.8 to 1.2 
grams per pound of body weight. That's probably a good number to aim for. You can go a little bit higher, but then that does start to take, it can help with satiety, things like that. But then you start to use a little bit more energy up towards things like you could be using that towards carbohydrates, which we know is going to be helpful from a a training perspective. It's going to help push your training fats. We also want to make sure we hit a minimum there. So we get enough essential fatty acids, but also that can be helpful from a hormonal uh, production standpoint. So we don't want fats to get too low either. So that's why that 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight is that number because that's that sweet spot to get the satiety benefits, get the benefits of building muscle, but you also ensures that you can still get enough carbohydrates and and fats in as well too. But there's no downside to going a little bit higher so long as those two don't fall too low there on that. So if you do enjoy protein, then perfect. But if you enjoy protein, you probably don't need to worry about getting enough uh, in anyways. So that falls at number two. So again, those are the two most important, right? Because we need the weight training to send the signal to build muscle and we need protein to help make sure that process happens. But protein also has these additional benefits towards your energy balance of it, it can help displace other foods in your diet. So you're less likely to have more junk type food that are high in calories can help with satiety, which again, can help you from overeating. And there's that small uptick in energy expenditure, which can help weight management or from a fat loss perspective, which helps your body composition. Let's go on to number three, sleep. So sleep comes in at number three because it directly and indirectly impacts so many different things. Um, this was one that initially when I did this, I didn't have it in here, but I was like, I got to find a place to put sleep, right? And sleep probably falls a little bit on the lifestyle side of things. If I had my five pillars of a body recomp, sleep is going to fall under the lifestyle. So this isn't really a training and nutrition variable, but because it is so important, I felt like it needed to be on this list because if you're not sleeping well, a lot of these things are going to be tougher and, and they're going to be impacted. However, my thought for putting it at three and not above protein or weight training is again, you could be sleeping perfectly, but if you're not weight training, you're not going to build muscle anyway. So that is, that uh, makes this part mute. So that's why I put it number three under those two, but it is high on the priority list. Like I said, poor sleep uh, impacts it directly and indirectly impacts so many things. So it, it impacts how much you can train and recover from. So the less you can train and recover from the less that you do, right? Cause you're not able to recover from it. You're not able to train as much cause you're tired. That's less muscle growth, right? So that's going to impact your body composition uh, right there energy expenditure. It's going to impact your energy expenditure in terms of more so energy in the energies inside of things. It might impact your energy expenditure slightly just because you're not, you're more tired. You're not going to be able to move as much, right? So you're going to consume or you're going to expend less calories throughout the day. And then from the energy inside of things, it's studies have shown that people that get poor sleep, they do tend to consume more calories. And then from a sleep, they also found that they put two people, two groups of people in a calorie deficit. One had poor sleep, one had better sleep. The group that had better sleep maintained more muscle in the process. So therefore they had a better body composition, right? So it helps us maintain muscle better when we are in a energy restricted state. So there's that hunger. It doesn't, it can increase your hunger, right? Hunger and cravings can go up and that's going to be a higher risk of fat gain because you're going to be more likely to eat more food, consume more calories and put you uh, out out of that energy balance that we want to be in. It also impacts your cognition. So you're more likely to make poor decisions towards body comp. And then we have, so again, hunger, right? You're more likely to make worse choices. And then we have cognition. So you're more likely to make poor decisions towards body comp. When we're sleep deprived, it's tougher to make good choices and you're more likely to fall to what's easiest at that moment, which is usually probably less movement and more calories, right? Or worse food choices, or just being like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to do whatever. So 
again, that can impact your body composition at that point. So we, again, we want to make sure that sleep's in a good spot. Anywhere from seven to eight hours per night is a good number to shoot for there at that point. All right. So number four. So again, we have weight training, protein, then sleep. And I gave my reasons why I picked it in that order. And then four, I have energy balance. Okay. So energy balance is being, are you in a calorie deficit? Are you at maintenance? Are you in a calorie surplus? And this comes in at number four, because if you aren't in the correct energy balance for your goal, you will not see the body comp goals that you want. So what I'm saying with this is if you can, if you don't move enough and you expect eat a lot of calories, you're going to be in a surplus. Now, is that what you're trying to do? Or are you not trying to do, right? It just depends on what your goals are at that time. Or if maybe you're trying to be in a deficit, a small deficit, but you're eating at maintenance again, that's important. You're not going to lose the body fat that you want to lose if you are at uh, energy maintenance. So this is why your energy balance is super important here in this process. So for a short-term body recomp, a small deficit or maintenance is where you'll be, right? Because we're trying to get either we're trying to gain fat or gain fat. We're trying to gain muscle with zero fat gain, very minimal fat gain. That would be probably closer to your maintenance or a small deficit where we're trying to get that fat loss and muscle gain at the same time. That's short-term. For a long-term body recomp, it's going to depend on your exact phase slash goals, right? So if you're trying to, it's a building phase, obviously you need to be at maintenance or a small surplus. So again, if you're not at that energy balance, you need to make changes. That's going to impact how much muscle you can build. Again, maybe you're in a fat loss phase. And again, if you're in energy maintenance or in a surplus, you're not going to be able to lose body fat at that point. So again, your energy balance, that's going to impact your body composition at that point. So what this means is we need to manage your energy balance through nutrition, right? So that we can have subcategories here of this. So we need it. We need to balance we need to manage our energy balance through nutrition. So this is going to be where calories come into play, right? Making sure you're in the right calorie balance. Macros, right? Making sure that's in a good spot. Your fats, carbs. I talked about protein. Protein is important, but we didn't really hit on carbs and fats. Again, making sure that's in a good spot. Your diet quality, right? The uh, Making sure that you're fueling up with higher diet quality foods or just have a good base of nutrient-dense foods, right? And it's not all like highly processed type foods. So that diet quality is obviously going to be important. That's going to help manage your energy balance. Meal timing, that's another thing that's going to help manage your uh, energy balance as well too, right? Finding ways to eat, which in turn help you stick with the energy balance that you need to stay in. But also meal timing can be uh, obviously making sure you're eating around your workouts to, to make sure that you have good good performance in those workouts. And then obviously overall movement. Um, and this is going to help with fat loss and muscle gain goals. Uh, all these things are right. So this means we need to manage your energy balance through nutrition, the things I mentioned, and overall movement to help with fat loss and muscle gain goals. So overall movement being, I, I like to do this through a step count. That's my favorite favorite way to just track clients overall movement, right? Making sure that's in line with what we're trying to do. So what I mean by that is say we're trying to get somebody to stay at their maintenance and they're, they have 10, they have, they're, getting 3000 steps throughout the day and they're eating a certain amount of calories they're seeing their weight come up, but we're trying to get them to be a maintenance. We know that, Hey, we need to add some steps into this to increase the energy out. Uh, side of the uh, equation, right? So expending more energy. So that's what I mean there by that. And that's how we uh, manage the energy balance. But this is for, because again, if we're not in the correct energy balance, body composition goals are going to be challenging. Now in saying this, it came at four, because again, if you're hitting your protein, you're getting good sleep, you're, you're weight training, no matter what you're going to be putting, say you're accidentally in a deficit and you are trying to maintain or something, or you're trying to, to build muscle, right? You're at least by doing those three things initially, you're ensuring that you're at least maintaining the current muscle you have, right? So that's why it falls a little bit lower. That's why energy balance falls a little bit lower. For, on the other hand, say you are trying to maintain your weight or drop weight and you're seeing it go up slowly. If you're hitting your protein, you're getting good sleep, you're weight training, it's you're basically 
Worst case scenario, you're building muscle in the process, which is going to help with your body composition long-term. So that's why I, I place this at four versus placing it higher because you would think that, hey, obviously if I want fat loss, I need to be in an energy deficit. If I want to gain weight, I need to be in an energy surplus. Yes, that is true. And that's why it is important, but it falls lower on the priority list for those things that I mentioned there, because we still have control over or what that weight is made up of in the process, if that makes sense, right? Because a big mistake people make is they do get into a deficit. I don't think anybody that listens to this, but a common thing you'll see is they get into a deficit, right? And then they don't weight train in the process. They're not focused on protein. They don't really care about sleep. What happens? They lose muscle in that process, their body composition. Yeah, they're losing weight, but their body composition isn't necessarily improving. So again, that's why those first three are super important there. Okay. And then number five now, I have uh, cardio training. So cardio training comes in at five because while it is very important for overall health, right? Like we, you do want to make sure you have good cardiovascular health. If again, if it's really bad, we obviously you know, that, that it needs to be improved. But in a body recomp specifically, right? So in a body recomp specifically, it falls slightly lower on the priority list than the first four because the reason being is it is going to have some indirect effects on things, which I'll I'll talk about here in a minute. But this, if if you're getting your movement, we're managing our energy balance, we're weight training, we're getting enough protein, and we're getting good sleep. Those are just going to have a much bigger impact on your body composition than doing cardio training. And so that's why it falls a little bit lower on the priority list. And so when I say cardio, I'm specifically talking about exercise that builds your aerobic base slash cardiovascular system, right? So this isn't steps. Again, I talked about movement in the energy balance side, in the energy balance topic. And it, this is different. This isn't, that's just like movement for energy expenditure purposes, which I think steps are the best for that because of the, they don't have the fatigue costs there. They help with recovery, right? So they, that that's why I count them differently than I count that towards like overall movement versus cardio training. Now, in saying all this, if improving your cardiovascular system is more important than a body recomp, then it obviously would be higher uh, on this priority list. However, most people on listening to this, they just want to improve their body composition. And so the cardio training ends up falling a little bit lower on the priority list, right? And the reason I'm saying this, because I don't want somebody to be like, oh, zone two cardio, that's going to have this massive impact on, I need to add this in, that's my missing link. And it's, it's probably not your missing link. Like you need to make sure these first four things are dialed in for body composition, for body recomp, body composition goals, and just adding in cardio is going to indirectly help with some of those things, but it, it directly is going to be lower um, on the priority list here. And for overall health, it's good to uh, improve your cardiovascular system, no doubt. So in saying all this, improve your, improving your cardio can have many indirect effects on the things mentioned above. Okay. So these things like I talked about, your weight training, energy balance, sleep, right? So for example, improving your aerobic base can help you recover in between sets in days of training. It, it allows you to have more productive uh, training and leading to potentially more muscle growth, right? So it's going to have this indirect effect. It's so long as you're programming it correctly, it's going to help you recover quicker in between, which is going to allow you to be able to train more, which means more muscle growth. I also think that it helps you push harder in your training sessions because you can stay focused for longer. You're able to push through discomfort a little bit more by building your aerobic base. So there's that as well too, right? Again, leading to more muscle growth. So indirectly, it's going to have this impact on weight training, the building muscle side of things. You know, again, this is something that we don't want to completely skip, but because it has those effects. So again, if you have the time for it, you can do it. Obviously we want to make sure we get some, we, we spend, we allocate some of our uh, time resources towards developing our aerobic base. And it can also increase your energy expenditure, right? So here's another indirect effect is it does, if you go from the add in two to three days of zone two cardio, like that is going to increase your energy expenditure, right? So that's going to allow you to be able to eat a little bit more food and 
help you get into an energy balance that you want to be in, right? There are some benefits there of increasing your energy expenditure. Uh, it's going to help improve cognition. We know that building your aerobic base can be helpful from that standpoint. It can also improve sleep. You know, improving your aerobic base can help you with sleep as well too, right? So these are just some things where it indirectly helps with the things mentioned above as well too. But for the reason I mentioned, that's why it falls at number five here on this again. It's a good idea to do it, but we can't neglect some of the things. We can't place it higher on the priority list of the things that I talked about earlier for for body recomposition. And then lastly, I have supplements. Supplements come in at six and the bottom because they have the smallest impact on a body recomp compared to all these other things. They can help, but if the first five aren't taken care of, it doesn't really matter. So the supplements I recommend most in a body recomp are going to be creatine monohydrate, vitamin D, fish oil, electrolytes, magnesium, a, mul a good multivitamin as well too can be solid here as well too. That's a hierarchy, right? And, and I gave my explanations for why I placed it. So hopefully that makes sense. If you don't agree with these, I'd love to hear where you would put them. But yeah, hopefully this kind of gives you an idea of this was super helpful for me when I read RP diet book. This was them having a hierarchy really helped me place the, what was the most important, right? So, okay, what things do I really need to put most of my time and effort into and focus on? So I just wanted to make sure that I went over that. So you have an understanding of, Hey, you're limited. What's the most important things? What are the things you need to, to do here? And that's it for this episode. Let me know if you have any questions and I will chat with you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit JHHealth.net. See you next time.